0: Elizabeth Urban. And I'm your other host, Erin Gesser. And today we have two special guests. I'm Kelly. I'm the editor-in-chief.
1: I'm Sean, and I'm another news and features editor at The Vedette.
2: And so we all are coming together today to talk about mental health, to talk about stress, especially with finals week on the horizon. Uh, The four of us uh, have been working together on a group project for one of our classes here at ISU um, called Community News, and we created a smaller outlet to just focus on mental health among the ISU community, among Bloomington Normal, and so, yeah, like, this has been something that has been um, a main focus for all of us all semester, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to transition out of this it's a good
3: thing we can cut stuff out <laughs> Yeah, i will say i guess to like transition us it's kind of like internal health
0: mm-hmm. yeah like there were like so many different like ways like each of us had to come up with different story ideas to do, do two different stories and like none of ours were like similar to each other even though they were all under like the umbrella of mental health
2: Yeah, I know I did a story on PTSD in the military, like talking to ROTC and Veteran Services. And then I also did a story on graduate students. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, it's like mental health impacts everybody in some kind of way, but it's so different. Because, you know, PTSD is obviously a huge talking point for the military, but for graduate students, a huge point was anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Not to say that, you know... um, Veterans or um, student military members can't experience those kind of things, but it's just interesting to see the correlation. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time focusing on like how to manage stress, just like everyday types of things. And it really was interesting to me how kind of easy it can be. Mm -hmm. [3] Um, Like I did a story about like just being in nature and how that can help. Like there's some schools out east that actually will write prescriptions for you to spend like 30 minutes a day. in nature like taking a walk or something um and then i also did another one on just like examining like unhealthy coping mechanisms versus like just everyday right of the mill stuff even like kind of some alternative stuff like crystals or like you know meditation things that people wouldn't necessarily think is like good for your health but like it has proven benefits and stuff like that so Like Elizabeth was kind of saying, like the two ends of the spectrum there on like one hand, mental health can be this like really complex thing that like can be hard to understand. But on the other hand, it can be like, I'm going to take a walk.
2: Yeah. And I think that's a lot of the times why people are so hesitant to get help themselves because it is so daunting to be, I have a complex diagnosis. I have a complex way to treat this and it's, I have to go through an expensive way to get therapy or medication when there are um, home methods or home remedies to help alleviate some of that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and I did, my two stories were one on just, like, um, this semester was, like, the first, like, back-to-normal semester, like, with COVID, like, there weren't masks or anything, so I just kind of, like, talked with professors and students on just how, like, they were feeling, and, like, a lot of people, like, especially the professors did notice, like, more people, like, coming to class and stuff and, like, participating and, like, while that may not be like a clear sign of like mental health, but I like I do think that that does show that like there is an improvement. Um, and then the other story I did was on seasonal depression, just because that does affect a lot of people, and it is like timely with like um, winter now approaching. So this week is um, the last week of classes at ISU. Um, even though I don't know about you guys, I have two of my finals this week. Um, so it basically is also my finals week.
2: Um, yeah, I have three projects due this week, so I'm in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, oh, <laughs> all right. I was just going to say that with us being a lot of journalism majors and plus I have an English minor on top of that is just a lot of our projects tend to be projects for mm-hmm. finals or papers instead of tests. So that's also a lot of, a lot of time to build up to it mm-hmm. as well. And as someone who's very prone to procrastination and anxiety due to procrastination, <laughs> Um, it really, really adds up, so, yeah, um, Kelly, what were you going to say? I
3: was just going to say, I feel like with a lot of, like, school of con, like, professors, too, they schedule their finals, like, the week before finals, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm a poli-sci minor, too, so I feel like all of my school of con, like, stuff is this week, and it's, like, I have two finals weeks in a way, because all my poli-sci stuff is, like, next week, so it's, like, I really have more of, like, my finals week is, like, not actually finals week, so it's just weird, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have two this week and then two next week, but they're mostly, I only have one exam. The the rest are all projects, which I feel like is like, on the one hand, it's good because you don't have like that anxiety of like studying for a test and then like having to wait to like take the test. But on the other hand, like I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Elizabeth, because like I'll just like procrastinate it. And then I'm like struggling, like two hours before it's due.
2: Yeah, I did try to be a little better this year, and I tried to create a schedule for myself. So yesterday I did my English project, which is basically done now. And then today I have to do the project for this class, but we just talked about community news tonight. And then I don't think I'm going to have any time to do anything tomorrow. But on Wednesday I'll do the paper for my other class. So hopefully that'll be enough time to get everything done and that I won't procrastinate it too much further than that because I literally don't have any more time if I keep procrastinating it
3: I've learned that like I have to like the only way I get stuff done is by procrastinating it like I work better under pressure
2: but, mm. like,
1: oh absolutely 100% <laughs> agree but, like
3: good and the bad of being a journalism yeah. student like the mm. only way I can work is under pressure mm-hmm.
2: I was gonna also say I tend to work better at night too so in a way that also kind of helps too mm. or this is like I'll get home from school at like you know five o'clock or whatever and I'll be like ah, time to relax now. And then suddenly it's nine o'clock and I realize that my stuff is due at 11.55 p.m.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, see, I'm like the opposite. Like I work better in the morning. Like if I wake up at 7 a.m. And I like will work on stuff. I know that sounds awful to some people, but yeah, I'm that a morning
1: horrendous. person.
0: horrendous. <laughs> I'm a morning person. I went to bed at nine o'clock last night. What? I, I'm a morning, I woke up at 5.30. But, um.
1: On yeah. Sunday?
0: No, Um. I went to bed. No, I woke up at 5.30 this morning. Oh, this morning. Okay. Yeah, this morning. Yeah. Um... Sorry. It <laughs> sounds,
3: sounds terrible either way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if be up at 5.30 in the morning.
0: I don't know. I mean, I work better in the morning because, like, I, like, I don't know. I like to, like, relax at night, but...
2: Well, that's my problem, is I like to relax at all points of the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. who doesn't? <laughs> and so then it rolls around to be, like, 9 or 10 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, that's right. I have five homework assignments to do, mm. which... Like we said, it creates the the scenario of pressure, which I do appreciate because, like, similar to Kelly and Sean, I work better under pressure. Mm -hmm. At least I think I do. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: But I think, like, our journalism classes, well, probably more so working at the Vedat, do kind of teach us how to work under pressure. Mm
2: -hmm. Like, when
0: you have, like, deadlines or, like, even if you do a coverage and you need to get some of it up in 30 minutes, like, that skills, like, do help in, like, when you have to procrastinate something.
1: One thing I will say about the whole procrastination thing is that, for me at least, it gets to a point where I, like, have too much stuff to do, and I'm, like, I don't know how to start, so I'm just not going to, Mm -hmm. and then I'll watch, like, Ratatouille or something.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It also, I feel like, depends on the class, because some classes I could easily just do it and, like, turn in, like, something, like, not very good and still get a good grade, Mm -hmm. but, like, like other classes, I'm, like, okay, I actually, like, need to, like, do this and, like, not skip this.
0: Yeah, it totally depends on, like... To like how tough a grader your teacher is. Because yeah. I have some professors who, like, I'll spend like hours on an assignment and I'll just get a C and I'm like, damn. Exactly.
3: But the then same there's point.
0: other ones where I'm like, I feel like, oh my, I'll turn in, I'll be like, this was so bad. And then I get like a B. Yeah. We gonna... I mean, love those
3: professors who give us B's on that
0: assignment. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,. We're going to offer some of our own personal tips on how we minimize stress and do well during finals week. Mine particularly is waking up early, taking a little walk to the bone and getting a coffee, and then doing my homework. But since I'm the only early riser, I'll let you guys give some more.
2: I was going to say, your um, your tips might be unpopular to some. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, I guess my biggest tip um especially this weekend this is exactly what I did is getting yourself out of your comfort place and like going somewhere that will force you to work because I have a tendency I like doing the homework in my bed usually but that's of course right next to my phone right next to all my chargers you know I'm in a very comfy place and I get sidetracked and I have my snacks but if I go to the library or the bone then like I mean I usually won't bring my charger with me so that I'm like okay you're just gonna stay here until your laptop dies so then that'll, in a way, force me to get some work done, which is how I got my English project done, so.
0: That's smart about, like, not bringing the charger. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I feel like that's a good, like, way to, like, set your time.
2: Yeah, it's a good way to, like, not give myself an excuse and be like, oh, I can just put it on the charger. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll, I'll just give myself another hour to do it since I didn't, was on my phone for an hour or mm-hmm. watching YouTube for an hour. But if I don't bring it with me, then I, you know, I, I don't have an excuse. I have to use it the whole time.
0: Right.
3: I would definitely like emphasize like, getting out of your comfort zone thing because I know like I've seen a lot on social media about how there's like studies where it's like you shouldn't be doing like stuff in like your room besides like sleeping or whatever and like kind of like dedicating like spaces to like specific like things so like the kitchen like being the, like where you actually like eat and like stuff like that and I know for me I try and like do anything that's not sleeping or anything like not in my room and like kind of like I will only get stuff done when I'm here like at the vidette. so I try and like force myself to be here for, like, a really long period of time and, like, get stuff done. But I also, like, force myself to take, like, breaks where it's, like, oh, like, I'll get, like, X amount of stuff done and then I'll go on, like, a walk or I'll, like, watch, like, an episode of, like, Criminal Minds or something and then, like, go back and forth. So I, like, actually, like, get, like, a little bit of, like, a mental break.
1: Kind of building off of that, like, I also love doing, like, the third place, like, like, here. Like, I've probably done more work here and I've spent, like, maybe 15% of my time <laughs> here. Um, but, like, this isn't super applicable because there's no, like, actual classes for final week. But, like, every week, I'll, like, we have our meetings at, like, 1.30. And then I have class at 4. So, like, instead of going home for that, like, what, two and a half hours, I'll just stay here. And then I have, like, like using that transition, like, time between classes. Mm-hmm. Like, because you could either, like, stay and do something or, like, go home and just, like, scroll through tiktok i feel like you know it's like a set amount of time i'm like well i got to do something before class i might as well get stuff done and i'm already in this you know second place Mm -hmm. that's not my bedroom Mm -hmm. and that helps a lot
2: yeah that's really smart yeah that's what i used to do freshman year in between classes except i wasn't involved in the vidette yet unfortunately so (laughs) i just went to the library but yeah it's the same kind of thing um let's see other tips
3: I say, I know this is kind of a plug for like student council services and like student health services but like I know um, I kind of mentioned everybody at the Vedette already but like I'm also a part of the Student Leadership Council and they do like they came into our last meeting and they like gave us a bunch of like tips and stuff like that and events that they're like holding over the next couple of weeks so like obviously like a little bit of a plug for them like go and look at those resources and take advantage of them I know they have like that therapy dog like event next week so stuff like that take mm-hmm. advantage of what they offer if you you have time
2: yeah mm-hmm. I will speak to that um I know we kind of give or just I guess students in general I've heard this from a lot of people give uh like the therapy dogs kind of a bad rep because they're like oh seriously you know the best thing you can provide is dogs but I will say to that I do think that that, that in general there just needs to be more for mental health done mm-hmm. but I will also say to not underestimate the power of a fluffy animal (laughs) to bring you joy in moments of stress. Mm -hmm. Like my, I have actually never gone to the therapy dog thing and I I might go next week, honestly, uh, just because Mm -hmm. I've never been before. But Mm -hmm. um, my roommate has a cat, which is great. He's so cute and so playful. So like, that's also a good way for me to personally stress out or de-stress is to just go and play with him for, or cuddle with him for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think, like, with the therapy dogs, like, kind of going off of what, like, Kelly said, too, like, I feel like it serves more as just kind of, like, a way for students who are working at the library to just get, like, a 20-minute break and, like, just, like, play with the dogs and just, like, get your mind off of, like, all of the homework you have to do.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not, obviously, the dogs aren't supposed to cure your depression Mm -hmm. or they're not supposed to cure your anxiety. They're just there to give you, like you said, a break,
0: Mm -hmm. a
2: little... A little boost of serotonin yeah. or dopamine or whatever the hell, the happy drug is. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've been before, and I definitely recommend going.
1: <laughs> um, I'll also say that I don't really have much to add to the dog debate. Um, <laughs> but the whole taking breaks thing is, I think, really helpful. Um, like, I will make tea, um, which I think the most helpful part about it is that it kind of has a time limit on it. Cause like, you know, you have to take breaks when you're studying, but like if you go on your phone in that break, you know, a 20 minute break can really easily turn into like a two hour break. Mm -hmm. Whereas with tea, you know, it takes like five minutes for the water to boil and another five minutes for the tea to actually steep. And then it's like, all right, I'm ready to go now.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And then you have tea.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, you give your tea five minutes to steep. Wow. That's fancy. (laughs) I do not. But I also really enjoy tea. I like hot chocolate a lot too. That's another good one. Um, I had this
0: uh nighttime tea the other night. It was really Ooh. good. I got it from the Garlic Press. Highly recommend. Wait, is Hi.
1: it the Sleepy Time Tea yep. with the little bear?
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's got a little he's got like the like the Ebenezer Scrooge hat mm-hmm. and like he just looks so cozy. He's like folded <laughs> up in his chair like. I love him. He's my soulmate probably.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to tell your girlfriend you said that. Don't. <laughs> Hey, hopefully you're on the not, podcast. I was gonna say, hopefully, you
0: should not listening to this right
2: now. <laughs> the Law and Order sound plays right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. So, going off, kind of combining both your points, so you I mentioned earlier, going for a walk. I don't do that as much as I used to, but I would also highly recommend just kind of in the same realm of going outside of your comfort zone is just going outside in general. Mm-hmm. It's like fresh air, like is unbelievably helpful, even though like we don't necessarily. Like, I, you mentioned one of the tips that you found in one of your, in one of you, the tips you wrote about in your articles was going for a walk or going, like, hiking or just being outside. Like, obviously, Central Illinois isn't the most, you know, vastly beautiful landscape. But regard, like, the quad is just pretty, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's always a fun place to go. Um, j- Like, just going for a walk in Uptown. Like, mm-hmm. I freaking love the garlic press. <laughs> so that's always a... Fun place for me even if it's just like window shop for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. is another good way to de-stress in my opinion
1: there's also the horticulture center
0: i've never been before where yeah, is yeah. that
1: um it's on is it about like
0: i don't know like, like rab road yeah by, like, yeah the university high school mm-hmm. over there oh yeah. yeah it's
1: a little bit it's like half a mile further north from the high school yeah. but they've got a bunch of like native plants and everything And, like, different displays with different plants.
2: I love nature. (laughs) I always walk past those greenhouses by Felmley, and I want to go in there all the time. Mm -hmm. Mainly also because it's warm, and my apartment is always cold.
0: Can you guys believe that this is, like, our second-to-last finals week?
2: I'm, I'm like, thank God, but also, like, this doesn't feel real at the same time.
0: Like, I still feel like,
2: especially since we lost a year to COVID, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like a senior. I feel like a junior right now. Like, all of last year, I felt like a sophomore, so. Mm
3: -hmm. A part of me feels like I've only been here for, like, two years, but then the other part of me feels like I've been here for way too long. So, it's like, it just depends on the day, but, like, I don't know. I kind of want to graduate, but I kind of don't. Exactly. Yeah. I'm in,
0: like, a different boat than I was in high school, though, because I actually enjoy ISU. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. It's just this weird balance of, like, I'm ready for the future, but also, like, the anxiety of, like, you know, we've been in school since we were, what, three, four years old, right. so we have no, of recollection of what it is to not be in school.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, and I feel like being in school, it's, like, you always know, like, what to do and what other people are doing, and I feel like after college is, like, the first time that, like, you do what you personally want to do, and, like, it's good, but it's also, like, scary.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure on you to, like, I guess that's kind of where the pressure and the stress come from, like, picking your major. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, this is what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life unless you decide to go back to school. Mm -hmm. And obviously, especially with um, student loan forgiveness, that may or may not be happening now. Like, college is really expensive, so there's a lot of pressure on you to make your decision right the first time around.
0: Mm -hmm. That's true. But also with that being said, like, you know, resources such as, like, the Vidette do help you like, knowing if this is the right major for you or not. Oh, absolutely. At least that's how it was for me, because, like, I switched my majors second semester, sophomore year, and then I started working here at the first semester of junior year. So, like, I feel like I would still be like, oh, I don't really know if it wasn't for, like, doing more than just, like, going to class.
1: I'm on major number three and school number three. So I will say the Vedette helped a lot with that because I don't think if there wasn't the Vedette, like if I was just taking classes here, I'd be like, all right, major number four.
0: (laughs) Right. But also I feel like, I feel like we wouldn't be as good at what we do and also like we wouldn't be like as passionate about it.
2: Mm -hmm. Heavy on the passion. Absolutely.
0: It's like, especially,
2: um, people who don't get involved, like. Like, this is, I don't know if anybody out there is listening to this podcast who isn't involved and is a, specifically a journalism major, but, like, seriously, it helps so, so, so much. Mm-hmm. Specifically, mm-hmm. I will quote, um, covering the Ask Me protests last year was, like, getting that as general adrenaline rush when we would get breaking news on stuff like that is, like, what made me realize, like, this is the right career path because that was, like, such a cool moment to be able mm-hmm. to cover and all this, just all the stuff that would happen last year. Yeah, with um, Jelani Day this year with Ja'Kai Martin. Mm-hmm. This uh, what the Graduate Workers Union, like all that stuff that's mm-hmm. been happening on campus. Every kind of breaking news, and it also made me realize that picking the news reporting aspect of the vedette was also the right decision, because I did apply for news features and sports when I applied and photography. Mm-hmm. I applied for everything, but I got picked for news, and I think that was the perfect probably category that I probably go to gotten picked for so Mm -hmm.
3: see for me I'm still on major number one I've always wanted to know that I wanted to do journalism but I think for me kind of going off of your point with the adrenaline rush like I think covering like big stuff like um like the graduate workers union just like election night in general like every time I cover something big like that I realize like I have a bigger impact than I personally realize because I think like you get so used to being in your own little like bubble in your own little circle of friends that like once you actually step out of that and you're doing something like we are with journalism and like, reporting on, like, every single thing, like, you realize that, like, you're, like, I don't know how to phrase it, but, like, you feel like you're going, like, you're doing a lot more than you realize. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, like, the beauty of journalism that people, like, don't realize that, like, we're doing more than, like, anybody realizes. And it, like, especially sucks to see everything going on, like, outside of, like, ISU with just journalism and how there's so many, like, layoffs and stuff like that. So, like... It
2: makes it worthwhile, but it also sucks at the same time. So, yeah. Yeah. Overworked, understaffed, underappreciated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess just kind of a way to tie this back into mental health is to remind yourself going into the next coming weeks and really for the rest of your life is to remind yourself that um, what you're doing is what you're meant to be doing and that you mm-hmm. you you are where exactly where you're meant to be. You know, I think there's a lot of pressure, especially on our generation, to really excel right out the gate you know and especially with how hard the job market is with how hard the housing market is um there's just this huge drive to like you need to overwork yourself now so that you can be successful later which i don't necessarily think is the healthiest option so taking that extra time to remind yourself like i'm doing the best that i can right now and that's good enough for me and it should be good enough for you because you're doing great yeah Yeah. (laughs) whoever
3: needs to hear this i'm proud of you
2: (laughs) exactly i'm proud of you you're doing the right thing and yeah we're happy that you're here anyone else have any closing remarks before we close out this podcast all right well this has been another episode of tea time once again i'm one of your hosts elizabeth urban and i'm your other host Erin gessert and these are our lovely special guests i'm sean thanks for listening